they abduct Shinji. They're like, tell us what's going on. And we're like, they took the boy. <laughs> they dissolved him into Tang. How do we get the boy back? I'm Gabe. And I'm Kat. And we're the Ghouls Next Door. door. Talk about spooky stuff. We're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to episode two of our uh, anime, spooky horror anime series. Woo! Doing it. Yeah. We will be exploring anime that is horrific for different reasons. We'll talk about why they're horrific. Last week we talked about Dragon Ball, which... you know, your gut doesn't tell you it's horrific, and we schooled you. Yeah, we've made you learn stuff. Also, just like, even if you don't agree, it's okay. Yeah. It's just scary. That happens a lot for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay if you don't agree. That's just normal. Um, we have complicated opinions. <laughs> yes. Um, and last week, we were joined by a guest. Uh, your boo next door, Kat. Isaiah. Yeah. Check out Zenkai Station, which is his new podcast. Yeah, about anime, so it'll it fits in. And yeah. this week we're gonna be uh talking to my boo next door. Mike. Hi. Boo friend. Ah, boo. Ah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Love this guy. Welcome, Mike. Thanks. Glad to be here. Our first credited appearance. Yes. Yes. <laughs> People might not know that you have been a guest previously on our show. Uh, You were a guest with Isaiah in our Monstrous Men episode. Yes, I was impersonating you. Um, I think I I pulled it off. I think it was hard to tell the difference between the way you sound and the way I sound. Spot on. Yeah, Yeah. I just totally didn't realize it was was you the whole time. I think that's why the credit didn't exist, because it was just so good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, this is just an episode of Gabe in it. (laughs) It was good. And you have such a great radio voice. So I have actually been told that by random people on the phone, because at work, I spend a lot of time on the phone. And someone was just like, wait, stop fixing my computer. You sound like you should be on the radio. (laughs) Stop doing your job. Yeah. Now just serenade me with your words. <laughs> Please, can you read this dictionary? <laughs> yes. Well, Who cares about my computer? <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> I can wait. Uh, yeah, so um, we had you on, on Monstrous Men to talk about uh, male puberty because we could not speak on that. We are not, you know, in any way... <laughs> at all uh, experienced (laughs) in that world. Uh, But today we brought you on 
to be credited to talk about anime, which is something you are very passionate about. Oh, that's good. I've got a shirt. I came prepared. (laughs) Wearing an Evangelion shirt with an angel on it. (laughs) Yep. It's like a chill hop. Where'd you get it? That? I don't know. This lovely partner of mine (laughs) got it for me. Yeah, that's more so what I was like, he bought it. Because I have behind-the-scenes knowledge. Yes, three. Three shirts of Evangelion. I'm like your grandma who's like, you like that thing, right? I heard the one thing you like, and now that's all I'll ever get you. Did you get him uh, pajama pants? No. The half of? Because I feel like that's a token, like... Grandma thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Once you start getting Evangelion socks and Evangelion pajamas... Then you've really entered into grandma space. Yeah, that's, that's now. Just a dream, yeah, now that's like a guess. What guess what you're getting for your birthday? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um, but Mike, why do you like anime? Like, what do you like about it? What is your favorite types? Well, um, so for me, anime. Um, my my interest in anime has started very young. Um, I was watching anime before I even knew what it was. Um, I was watching like uh, the Ghibli movies. Um, and also Evangelion, which we'll get to, uh, probably a bit younger than is, is advised. Traumatize um, your kids. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it was actually just the animation. Um, I really enjoyed just the way things moved, the way things looked, the style of it. So what drew me to anime was seeing more animated things. Um, I mean, I liked the Disney movies and Pixar movies, but really it was the, the type of animation in anime was something you just for at the time you couldn't really get anywhere else um and it just really drew me in and i um i mean as a young boy i like the young boy shows so you know uh the 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 ones that were like targeted to my demographics so pokemon digimon dragon ball um all that type of stuff Yu-Gi-Oh, all the shouting ones you got to naruto and you know eventually all the shonen stuff mm-hmm. um but that sort of led me to um Uh, I guess just enjoying even the source material, like the manga, um, just reading as much as I can and uh, watching as much as I can. Um, And yeah, it's, it was really just the motion of it. And like the, the way the, like the, just the intensity of the action um, was what really drew me in and kept me in. Um, Yeah. I guess that would be it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I think it's funny. So when we so last week we were talking to Isaiah and it was it's it's such an interesting thing to think that like Kat and I were like, okay, we're gonna bring on our, our boyfriends, we're gonna talk to them about something they love. And for us to talk about Dragon Ball with Isaiah and he's like you know, yell boy, <laughs> it's like big hype <laughs> and, you know, like just loud, just like the show and was like, you know, uh, action-y for that. And then it's, I was like, and then on the other side, it's like, we're talking to Mike and we're going to be talking about like this really serious and heartfelt and like deep, <laughs> like just, you just sit in your feels for a long time for like anime. And I was like, and that's just so Mike. So it was like a nice kind of like <laughs> comparison and it's it's nice to see like how like maybe you don't even know uh, like fully how like a show like this especially since you watched it so young may mm-hmm. have like affected the way that you appreciate or love other types of anime or other content or even just like influence your right. lifestyle in different ways and like make you who <laughs> you are. 
Yeah, for for Evangelion, it's certainly um, like there's there's more going on in Evangelion than the average shouting punchy show. And it <laughs> as a as a kid, I didn't I didn't I didn't pick up on that. I knew that there was something different about it, something that made it feel different from the other shows. But it I just I couldn't articulate it, you know, because I was like eight or something like that. Um, until, you know, later on in life. And then eventually it's just like, I, I saw like this, this potential for anime. So seeing the, you know, standard shouty punchy shows that I'll keep uh, describing them as I still love them. I still enjoy, enjoy watching them, but the ones that stick with me are the ones that are a little bit more than that, that like they punch and then think about it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're like, why, why punch? Why, why must we why punch? punch? <laughs> <laughs> Instead of like, punch is good. I love yeah, punch. Yeah, exactly. Let's <laughs> contemplate why the murder happens. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, which I guess would be arguably like, it's like worse when you think of like Gendo versus Goku, who's just like, Goku's mm. kind of just like an idiot who was just like, I enjoy punch. Why you no mm -hmm. enjoy punch? Get out there and punch. And Gendo's just like, I am going to like <laughs> destroy the world. I don't care who is murdered for it. I want what I want. Everyone's dead. I will sacrifice my own child and many other children. Mm -hmm. How many children does it take? There's not too many. It's no yeah, such number. No such number. Whatever it takes, I'm getting what I want. Mm -hmm. End of the world. There it is. <laughs> um, when did you uh, watch Evangelion? Um, and like what? Yeah. What was exciting about it? Um, I was in elementary school when I first watched it. Um, so I watched the first handful of, of episodes um, in elementary school. It wasn't until, I guess, middle school that I actually got around to finishing it. And I was at the at the beach with my friend and we watched it uh we pretty much just watched it all in one sitting um i had recently gotten the box set of the dvds um and uh we just you know binged it and we're sort of there in a fugue state not sure what was happening but it was like yeah but this is cool <laughs> yeah um and yeah it's I, I guess it's sort of just stuck with me as like um uh, it was, it wasn't, it, it was like, I had heard about the show before actually finishing it. And like my, in elementary school, I mean, all kids exaggerate. So the, the, my friend at the time was, was like, like really selling like, oh, it's so messed up. There's all these crazy things that happen and like people just explode. And I was like, what? Yeah. I gotta watch this. <laughs> it's funny, people. Um, Love it. <laughs> and so watching like the first few episodes is like, oh, it's just a giant punchy robot show. I get it. Um, and then, you know, and then finishing it and I was like, it's just a psychology show with robots. And <laughs> yeah. Why am I sad? <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. I, you know, I, my first anime was very, very late in life. Um, I might've briefly mentioned this last episode. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't watch cause I missed out because of, you know, Dragon Ball Z was kind of a turnoff as a young person. I was like, they're just screaming. I don't really get it. You just watched the wrong yeah. episode. Yeah, I was Sorry. like, I just want to watch. That's literally like 90% <laughs> of the episodes. It was the Frieza arc because that's like 90% screaming. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them are screaming. Um, but uh, yeah, I was just like, no, I don't want to do this. And it wasn't until much later, you know, 
with friends who loved anime were like, no, you need to watch this. And they showed me Full Metal Alchemist. And I was like, my heart hurts. I didn't realize that you could feel things for the cartoons like this. Like, cause I was like, <laughs> and I remember just like looking at me and like, this isn't for kids. And they were like, no, it's not. What are you talking about? Like, it's never been <laughs> like, yeah. And I was like, what, what else is there? And then I just like, kind of went on this like deep dive into like whatever depressing anime I could find or like, especially horror anime that really like even before knowing how much I love horror, like being like acknowledging it, uh, I was able to realize that because that's all the anime I would watch. Like it's not until just recently that I was like, "There's happy anime, and I'm gonna try watch those <laughs> and like enjoy myself." Um, but watching this for the first time, I had never like I probably seen images of Evangelion, and you know it's such a cool aesthetic and it's definitely been replicated in many places. And it's just like a, it, it's very classic um, in the way that it's shown it, this watching it for the first time. I was like, wow, <laughs> this is a lot to unpack. <laughs> like I'm still just like thinking back at things, you know, we watched um, the rebuilds as well. So it was like also thinking of that, but on top of that, the, thinking of how it's been influenced by the outside world and like how that kind of steered the way it's being created is really interesting too that it's not just like there, there's so much more to it not even just in the show it's also just like how did it get here and so I find that super interesting and I I definitely feel like you know when I am allowing myself to just kind of wallow in sadness again, I'll rewatch it <laughs> <laughs> so that I can maybe like peep some things I didn't before. Cause like I need to, I'm going to go watch like Aura and host club again. <laughs> just like kind of be a little happy. Watch the, my love yeah, pick story. Up your spirits first. Yeah. yeah. Get a little, you know, see some love unfold for the big guy, be excited. And then I'll go back and, you know, bang my head against a wall <laughs> just be like communicate why does no one communicate or care about other people um <laughs> do that i think it's funny that you just recently bought the or that you know in recent life bought the the dvd because like cat has all her dragon ball dvds and it was like specifically the cell saga and i was like i don't know if i like i've ever um. liked a thing that much <laughs> so it's like that's like so exciting to me to hear people who love it Kat, what did you think about it? Just like as your initial feelings for Evangelion. Uh, my initial feelings were just kind of overwhelming confusion. I feel like I was just like, this is really sad. And I don't understand anything that's happening because these transitions are super quick and I'm bad at reading. Um, and I really enjoyed it. But I think I would say there were a handful of moments where I'm like, I need to keep watching, but I also feel super sad and I need to not feel this way forever. And it felt like it was forever, but I did like it. It was not my favorite as someone who was like raised on punch kick boys, uh, who didn't realize there were other kinds of anime than punch kick boys, um, until I was an adult and discovered shoujo. Um, but it was like, it was really intense and I felt like it was trying to say a lot of things that I never received the manual for. So there was a lot of religious stuff. There was a lot of like, I don't know, is allegory the right word? I yeah, so. there's yeah. lots of religious allegory and there's also like yeah. a lot of psychology as well. Mm -hmm. And it was just stuff I didn't know. So I was like, 
what is where does this all come from and how does it connect? So I feel like after talking about it, I'll probably like it more. But my initial <laughs> feeling was like this was a lot. I'd be okay if it didn't happen, but I'm also like okay that it did. And that's kind of <laughs> how I felt yeah. about it. Yeah. Definitely in researching for this episode and like digging in and trying to like just be like, why? <laughs> why anything? Uh, I was able to really appreciate some of the more finite things or, or like the, the things that were just like hidden or kind of like that you have to dig for or things that were mentioned in the beginning and come up later, but you don't really think like you forgot about yeah. it. And I was like, yeah, it is that. It is that now. <laughs> oh, and that happened true. Uh, and so that was like, that's why I feel like I would watch it again now that I've had that deep dive and more of an appreciation for what's going on behind the scenes. Um, but it, it is so sad. Like I saw, I was on Pinterest and I saw a picture, a fan picture of all the kids hanging out and they were just like in this like love pile where they were like doing each other's hair and just like laughing. And I was like, oh my God. Could what you if their life was just that? If they were happy. Murder what robots. If? What if, yeah. like, humans didn't suck so hard? <laughs> and so, like, that just made me so sad that I was like, I can't watch this right now. <laughs> Make a fi- I'm, I understand why fan fiction exists. Because I just want to write, like, an alternate history for Shinji and Friends. Where That's they're so just rude. like, it's just a slice of life. <laughs> and they go to school. And, and Toji gets to eat the freaking lunch with the girl. Like... First lunch. Oh my God. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, it throws so much at you, like constantly, that it's kind of like, it's traumatic. (laughs) It's hard to process it until peace happens again, like trauma does exist. Uh, Where you're just like, oh my God, I can't even process what happened last episode because so much worse stuff is happening. And it's like really like horrific, but it was like good. I don't want anyone to think I didn't like it, but it was just like a lot. There's a lot of trauma and it was hard for me to like unpack what it was trying to say to me because it was just like constant murder robot kids. And it was a lot. That's where I met with it. I think something that's interesting and Mike, you could talk about this when we kind of, because I do want to <laughs> do the what what it is that we're talking about, um, is that there there's a lot that I found as watching this so much later after having watched you know a bit more anime like I feel like if this was my first one it would have totally skewed the way that I watched other anime because it doesn't follow the same patterns or rely on the same just like moments and and pacing that other anime do like there there were certain moments where I was expecting a certain outcome or the change like the the change in the protagonist like when he's like I quit for like the 200th time and he's like Mm -hmm. on the train and then there's like it's like we got to shut down because an angel's coming and he's like it's not my job anymore and he goes to the creep who's got the watermelons uh and he has that whole time where he's just like essentially it's supposed to be that like speech that's like well it's only it's your job you're the one who has to do it you're the only one who can do it but it didn't feel like that even it was still it was like this really sucks doesn't it suck that you have to do that and you're doing it for your dad who doesn't even love you at the end of the day? And she's like, yeah, <laughs> he's like, but that is true. I'm the only one who can do it, I guess. And and then like, 
even in that moment when he's like, I'll pilot the Ava, let me pilot it. I didn't feel the same like excitement that I would feel with like, uh, <laughs> I'm just going to call him Greeny. Uh, <laughs> his name from My Hero. No, My Hero. Oh, Midoriya. <laughs> Midoriya. Because yeah. Yeah. Uh, isn't that his name? Midoriya? It's just green, Midoriya. Right? It means green. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's green. Okay, um, that makes worse. <laughs> yeah. So in my head, I subconsciously call him Greeny whenever I see him. So Midoriya. But Midoriya, like when he has those moments where he's down and he's like, but I have to do it and I have to fight. And even when it's like life threatening, it's still not like life threatening the way that we feel it is in, in this. And yeah. when Shinji does agree to do it i didn't feel excited i was like i really hate that he has to do this like i do not feel excited and i think there's a lot of different things in it that kind of separates it from what you're expecting from an anime where you're like okay the kid is gonna have this moment of triumph and they're gonna learn stuff and they have like you know the older wise person and the quirky girl that you know doesn't like them but does like them and all the, and but that doesn't ever have that's not real it's all <laughs> it's like or it it's more leaning to real life what would happen versus like what happens in anime life and right, I, yeah. I kind of appreciate that because threw me for a loop I was like why were you where is that where's the thing um but for people <laughs> who want to know what we're talking about is neon genesis evangelion uh and according to imdb it is about a teenage boy who finds himself recruited as a member of an elite team of pilots by his father um and uh it's yeah it's that <laughs> and when you read that it sounds like um like a like one of the typical like boy gets into robot time shows and you would be very disappointed if that's what you were going in with (laughs) yeah it's sort of set up to be a standard mecha anime like uh like gundam or any of the others but um it's 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 not i mean the main thing uh shinji the main character he is he reacts kind of um, in a in a pretty authentic way in that when he's brought into the situation where his dad says you, who like abandoned him says you need to pilot this robot to save the human race he's like I don't know how to pilot this robot I can't do it and he has a you know a freak out because he's what fourteen years old and <laughs> put the weight of the world on his shoulders after like not talking to him for his whole life Shinji Ikari you will be the pilot. But that's crazy! Why are you doing this? You never wanted me here before. Why now? It would be impossible for anyone else. No, it... It just won't work! I... But in 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 Mecha, the first episode is always the, like, dramatic start to the, the thing where the, the kid is, like, excited about it. Where they're... What they're doing now is, like, they're bored and they don't want to do it. And then all of a sudden, this robot sort of happens upon them that's always related to their dad. Their dad is always related to making the robot or doing something with the robot. And then they have to pilot it. And for some reason, they're the special one who knows how to pilot it. Uh, in the original Gundam, I think the main character, if I remember correctly, was just he studied all his dad's notes and it was this prototype thing. So when the Martians came to attack, he could get into the robot and go join the war. And he's really excited about it. 
in Eureka 7, the robot just crashes into his house and the main character has to get in the robot and save the day. Um, and in, in Gurren Lagan, he's got a, he digs, he finds the key to the robot, then he finds the robot itself, and then he's the only one who can do it because he's the pilot of it. And it's always like, they, they're always more, uh, more motivated to join the fight than a 14-year-old realistically would be. <laughs> uh, it's... It's it was uh, Shinji's like apprehension really resonated with me because it's like that that felt real. It felt like this is like I understand that this is the way a person would would act. And um, if you're going into it with that, uh, like escapism in mind of like, I just want to see someone do a big robot punch. That's not going to really be there. Um, there are maybe episode cool two, because it actually punches, has though. the robot fight. It has a, you know. Some of the the animation in Evangelion is is uh, when it's when it's good, it's very very good. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's the thing. Episode two, you have the big robot fight. Episode one, no robot fights. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you that synchronized attack is still my favorite. Like when they're doing like friggin' backflips in their Avas and they're like, <laughs> yeah. or when they like team up and they do their like get out of here, so cool. <laughs> like Ray's coming in with a shield, like I got you, and I was like, "Oh my god, leave the laser!" Um, <laughs> it's, it's like it does have that like suspense and everything. But I think it's funny thinking of like, "Oh, you're the only one who can pilot this robot." Like you get in it, and it's like you know, it's stressful and exciting, and there's like action and stuff. And then there's like Evangelion, which is like you get in the robot, and like spoilers for this show that's been around for a long time. <laughs> This robot is your mom's soul. <laughs> so, like, to really just get into like the horror of it, it's like your mom is gone, or a former vo- version of you is gone, and you are in her soul liquid, <laughs> her LCL juice, uh, and you're the only one who could pilot it because it's your mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's cool, and you have to be it. And I love it's like they're like it has to be these kids, and it's never like explained why they have to be kids. Like it, it's. You know, like I get it because their moms and stuff, but it's always just like, is there? It's something these kids. just hit me. That's super sad. Is that they were able to pull from all the kids in that class, which means every single one of those kids doesn't have a mom or dad. Like they killed their parent for the possibility of becoming this robot. Yeah, they're all in this. They all have the something is is being held so that they would they could easily do that so many children (laughs) yeah Yeah. you know it's interesting because like in in anime a lot of the times parents are just like kind of just like out of the picture like they're just not around and you just don't like question it same with like a lot of cartoons but this one it's like it's kind of scary when you're like you're like where did the parents go and the ones that are around are trash (laughs) (laughs) yeah those who are here suck real hard um yeah i think uh so like in the show what uh it is is that you know uh Shinji, uh, Asuka, and Rei are pilots of Evangelion, so which are kind of like, they're like robots. They're not robots, but they're like robots. Like I said, full of the souls of their mothers. And mm-hmm. they have to fight angels, which are these aliens. 
creatures that take on different, they're all different looking, they're all of different powers and things that they do, but only these Evangelions can properly fight them. And we see that a, a few times where they try to use traditional weapons, like bombs or like guns and all kinds of stuff that just like, is not, <laughs> like you gotta fight fire <laughs> with fire and it's, you don't got the fire unless it's this robot mom. And so, yeah. so mom. these kids <laughs> have to do this, right? And it, it, it's like, the kids are just kids. They're like, yeah, this is what I got to do. And they all have their reasons. But even the adults all have, you know, real personal reasons for being invested. Some of it just being the fact that, you know, there was what is called the second impact, um, which happened before the, the show starts, um, like quite a while before the show starts. But is the reason why the there's no other seasons it's just summer all the time why certain mm -hmm. pop like certain species are missing like it was an apocalyptic event that changed the world like the population is significantly dwindled we got tokyo 3 and now we're up against angel aliens <laughs> you know like it's pretty bleak and it's never not bleak um it's never like once we fight these angels it's done like that you never really feel like there's an end that would be good like we're, it's yeah. it's inevitable, um, mm -hmm. but I, I think another thing that really sticks out with this um, show versus other anime is the women that are in it, because uh, you know Kat and I are often talking about how women are portrayed in media, and I like from the the beginning. I mean, there are like uncomfortable tropes that happen and it's definitely a product of its time and it's definitely a product of not having like female voices on the creative team like as strongly I, I haven't yeah. looked but I dealt <laughs> like it's it's not a thing that really occurs especially back then um but still we have these really powerful women um that were steering and piloting this show for the majority of it like we're in in even with Shinji being like our protagonist, like he was lost all the time and they were really mm -hmm. the ones holding it together. Um, and you know, it, unfortunately the ending, uh, both of them <laughs> were kind of like they ripped the, the rug under of the growth that was happening with those characters. But I think it's worth, you know, mentioning like, you have like Misato, who is like the guardian figure, who, you know, is promoted to major at some point, And she's like incredibly cunning and cr creative. Like she's like figuring out these really interesting, unique ways to battle this issue. And like also has compassion to like take care of Shinji and, and is conflicted and she's can be very human um, and still dealing with like her stuff. And but kind of putting that on the back burner whenever she can to like deal with what's happening. Then you have like Asuka who is, who is, is after my own heart because <laughs> I am too loud so that no one can hear my emotions. Uh, and so I was like, I feel you girl. Like we have to have all the attention on us. So we're not alone. <laughs> there cannot be a moment when we're alone with our own thoughts. Everyone look at me. Uh, and she's very much like that. Uh, very spunky, but she's also like similar to Bulma, right? Is like loud, obnoxious, overwhelming female presence but also a genius <laughs> like she yeah. has already graduated from college and then like right. the re in the um what do they call it re 
the rebuild movies rebuild movies she's a captain um and for some reason she has to go back to high school in japan uh so she could be in the class where everyone could do it and it's like she just deals with that and she deals with the fact that she's like younger than shinji and that shinji is still like the chosen child despite her living her whole life as this pilot like she has known nothing else and this is her whole worth and she works really hard for it and i really just felt like she needed I really wish she got more she than just win. being over-sexualized and, like, mm. abused by every single person. Like, there's not a single person in her corner. And she knows that. Like, including Misato. Like, there are times when Misato knew she was hurting and didn't come and help her. So when she's, mm-hmm. like, so often in the fetal position. Um, <laughs> and then there's Ritsuko, which we <laughs> will definitely talk about the problems with the, with her. But she's a genius uh, uh, scientist and, you know, is the one who's creating these Avas and creating all, like, the things. Her mother is... Her mother's consciousness is split up into three computers that rule everything. They are in charge of the government. (laughs) Her mom, who has separated them into the woman version of herself, the mom version of herself, and the scientist, right? Yes. Uh, And they're named after the three wise men. So that's another allegory for you. Yeah, they're called the the Magi supercomputers. Mm -hmm. And yeah, they're named after the, the three wise men from the Bible. I was not raised religiously, so it all went over my head. I was just like, I am kind of Jewish, but I did not at any point go to the places where they teach you that stuff. So I was just like, I don't, it sounds familiar. I had to Google that one because I had to be like, why are these names so specific? It's funny because I knew, I know what the wise men bring. But I did not know yeah. their names. <laughs> I was like frankincense and myrrh. Yeah, I got it. Gold. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what's that guy's name? I can. He was a wise person. Well, now, wise now we got it. We got Caspar, mm-hmm. Melchior, Melchior, and Balthazar. Yes, those is are that right? Fun names. Right? Those are wild. I was like, what are these names? It's like, oh, okay, they're from the Bible. Yeah, that tracks. Yeah. It's <laughs> so much from the Bible too. Battlestar Galactica. I don't know. Is he like a character or is it just similar to Battlestar? It sounds like Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. (laughs) Battlestar Galactica. (laughs) There we go. That's why. Yeah. There's so so much like, um, there's a lot of biblical allegory and like just like taking from it, like the fact that like uh, there's Adam and Lilith, um, Mm -hmm. which is essentially like how humans and those aliens the angels exist is that you know adam and lilith were these alien races that were on the brink of extinction so they took their souls and put them in a some kind of vessel sent them to a different planet which happens to be earth uh lilith gets out first and she makes people in her image it's like thanks mom uh but they can't exist at the same time. Like their children can't exist at the same time because of evolution. So it's just like your time is done if I'm now here. And so then because of the second impact, they had found like they found Adam. They were touching things they shouldn't and they caused the second impact, which like awakened him and he made his angels, which are like, okay, now it's our turn. We have to kill Lilith's children, which are people. And they're like, why are you fighting us this whole time? It's you're done now. The evolution is us. Argo, you're done. Why are we have? Why you fight? Why you make big robot <laughs> from they, the, they, the lady? They try to understand why fight. That's like the whole thing. They try to understand why fight. Like even the alien things are trying to understand why fight. <laughs> yeah. In their own way, shooting a beam of light that plays classical music that's one way to communicate 
that's the fourth <laughs> the what is it the third kind the that's what we did oh, yeah we had the beep blue bleep blue like that, that <laughs> you communicate with the sound <laughs> Wait, what was the sound again? <laughs> it was like the beep, boop, beep. You know, those was good. the lights, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah, yeah. what it is. Like, that's why it's the classical music. He's like, I don't... You send these things into space, and we send classical... You send Bach into space, you know? Like, not mm-hmm. the dude, his music. And <laughs> Shot him out into space. We don't need you anymore, Bach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. some stuff, bye. Yeah, okay, thanks. But yeah, it's like that's how you communicate to the point where they're like trying to get into you. They they abduct Shinji. They're like, tell us what's going on, and we're like, they took the boy. They dissolved him into Tang. How do we get the boy back? He has to want to come back. And I was like, I want it. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's like what <laughs> what Children Angel is. Um, there are other horrific things that happen in this, but I think uh, what's really interesting, like I, I mentioned before, is the real life influences or like explanations for some of the things that are happening in the the show um, and the films, because this ending of the show is one of the most notorious endings of anime like in history. Because it's so controversial and because so many people were like, what is that? <laughs> like, what, and Mike did not warn me. He didn't say there's going to be some weird stuff. Like the last interest, like the last like normal episode happened, Karu, and I was like feeling things and there was all this stuff. And then all of a sudden I was in an art film and it was, <laughs> I was like, now there's sketches and then there's photos and then there's, a, I was like, what are we doing? Shinji's just talking and everyone's like yelling at him and he's yelling at him and they're slut shaming Misato and what's going on over here? Like there was so much happening. I was like, okay, so that was one episode. And then the last I was like, then okay, so we got a little psychology in there. Cool. Now we can see what's happening outside, right? Nope, still in his brain. And then it was done. And I didn't tell Cat that either. And no. Kat, like messaged me and was like, what is happening? <laughs> yeah, I was like, did I get the right thing? Is it the right end? Like, is it over? I, I don't know. I watched something. Mm-hmm. Is there another another thing? Because I can't read that fast. It went too quick. That's what it just like needed to more obviously separate the segments. And I think I would have followed it a little bit more. But I just remember being like the whole time, just like this, his face. Like, I don't know. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. I'll ask you later. Like, <laughs> <clearly> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, because it's so unique, because it does strip away, it, it does not look like what it used to look like, that people were like, okay, maybe it's because of budget cuts, because there was like a lot of stress and strain happening behind the scenes where they were like finishing episodes while it was happening. Uh, they were like just tr- like some of the threads that they found they found at the end and were like let's look at this in here and so it was like a lot of kind of catch up and doing that so people thought like oh they must have run out of funding and now this is what it looked like but Anno uh to this day says like no that was my intention the whole time um because he was going through a really depressive episode and had a lot of stress on him because of the uh his company and, and just this anime and all the pressure from it. And a friend of him yeah. of, of his had given him a book on psychological illness 
And he said, this gave me a shock as if I finally found what I needed to say. Um, and so he was like, all right, want to say it. <laughs> yeah. The, the whole production of it was, um, this was like, he, he had had a few, um, shots. I think it was a studio Gynax where this is like their, they had a few attempts to make a show and they kept getting canceled or like something happened and it fell through. So this was like his shot. This was his, um, shot to like put his, his company on the map. His, yeah. He's going to capture it or just let it slip. Um, <laughs> but instead of it being one freestyle, it was months of production. <laughs> um, and he, uh, uh, there's just like a lot of things where it's like it was finished on like a weekly basis where it was like they got it like it was done and then they send it out. But like the next episode isn't finished yet. So they just immediately start working on that. Unlike now where it's like they have some leeway or like they have some headway where the most of the, se- or the season will be finished before it starts airing. Um, and another like contributing factor is just the content of the show. Um, this happened towards the end of the show, it was, um, they had an episode that was very similar to a terrorist attack that happened in Tokyo. I think it was, was it 19 in, in the nineties, I guess, 95, um, where it was the sarin gas attack in the Tokyo subway system. And this was uh, perpetrated by a real life, um, essentially like a doomsday cult that was trying to bring about the end of the world that was had a lot of mirrors with a lot of in in universe stuff for Evangelion, where they have uh, Nerve and Sele are trying to control the end of the world. Um, so one of the episodes was very similar to the um, that uh, the terrorist attack. So they had to scrap it and just like really rush to get something done. So uh, that just you know added to the already um, insanely stressed out team that was making it. Um, and it's, uh, I, I think it's, it's, it, um, Hideaki Anno does like say that it's, it's pretty close to his vision. It's just like, there's a few things that are, that are off. And I, I do think that he, he, he intended it to end in such a like psychological way of just, you know, digging deep into one character and their psyche and their perspective and, uh, sort of walking them through the steps to, you know, accepting themselves and coming to terms with stuff. Yeah, because it is a hopeful ending. Like, you have the congratulations and... So you can actually watch the show on Netflix and even on there, there's a a change to um, that ending where they added um, Asuka and Misato also saying like, you know, like I can do this better or something. Um, And that's because it's this idea that everyone is having the same moment that Shinji is having to some Mm -hmm. degree. Like there is a point where we see like, um, like the Lilith moment where Lilith is showing everyone their ideal person. Um, which is, is that in the show or is that in the film? That's in the so, end of Evangelion. In the film. end of Evangelion. Yeah. Well, like, cause that's like, everyone's kind of seeing their ideal person cause they're all kind of involved with this. is like, everyone's supposed to be having this meltdown 
but they come to the conclusion of this hedgehog dilemma, which is you know, brought up at the beginning of the show that Shinji is like a hedgehog. Um, he's spiky, so if he gets too close to another hedgehog, he's going to get hurt, but you still want to be around other hedgehogs. Like, you need to. It's you're, We're social creatures. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just kind of this acknowledgement of, like, we're all hedgehogs. We're all going to end up hurting each other to some degree, but it's worth it to be near each other. It's worth it to still do it. Like, we're still going to have pain, but there's joy somewhere. And that's definitely like what Misato's always fighting for. Um, and so it's like, it was hopeful, <laughs> right? But um, unfortunately, Ano and his team received death threats and like were harassed because of this ending. Like there were fans who were just uh, angered by how it, it turned yeah. out. I think they pretty, broke like, into the studio and like graffiti this, the studio. It was, it was pretty oh, horrible. God. Yeah. Um, I, I've, oh, go ahead. I, I like the uh, show ending better than the movie ending. The movie yeah. Ending was a lot. It's like stress, right? Um, so, like, they I, did throw a fit for, like, no good reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In hindsight. Yeah, well, the I found this um, article called Neon Genesis Evangelion Explained Ending Differences and Reasons by Varai Kaiser and IGN. Um, and they say that uh, essentially... The, the film, End of Evangelion, uh, is rumored to be a a reaction to the fans. Like, it's it's kind of like um, uh, he they refer to it as the monkey's paw, where it's like, okay, we're going to give you what you want, but you didn't realize that this isn't what you wanted. <laughs> like, what you thought you wanted is actually bad. Um, and so, like, there's more... Um, tropes that are explored there's more sexualization of the female characters shinji as like just in the show is you know um is the audience right like we're supposed to step into shinji's role so in the film shinji's awful (laughs) saying like here you are here's a mirror you're not gonna like it but this is what you are. You're awful shinji who is like hurting the these characters with your ideals and your selfishness and like the fact that you don't, you know, actually have control of this and you didn't learn your lesson. And there's even like in the the film, they use actual images um, that they kind of like edit a little bit from the death threats and the emails like they featured in there. There's also the the audience shot of like mm-hmm. a theater where and there's like a voiceover all the while um, because it's like he's literally just like, this is you. <laughs> this is what you wanted. <laughs> and look what it look at it. <laughs> look what you did. Um, and yeah, I think it's like a really stark contrast um, to see them like and also to see how the the women were featured in it and like it kind of stripped away some of those things and also gave me like there is that because if yeah end in an end of evangelion the film with lilith showing everyone their person like shinji sees kwaru which is really sweet but the one like lieutenant or whatever lady saw ritsuko yeah. and was like like obviously in love with Ritzko and I was like I didn't even know that was a possibility like because they don't give me that option that Ritzko could be either asexual or gay (laughs) it's not even allowed um she has they gotta stir up a problem that ruined everything about her (laughs) I was like you're telling me that that was a thing that could have been happening in the background you didn't tell me that's upsetting yeah it also like freaked me out because I was like whoa he did like I know he's not your dad but like 
They were hooking up. Like, what if that's your dad and then you're also hooking up with... I was just like, this whole situation is gross. I just feel like if your parent touches a human, you shouldn't touch the same human. And that's... Maybe I'm wrong, but it ruined it for me. It really upset me. I was just like, oh... Yeah, Couldn't he just be, like, a really bad father figure? Could just it, that. Could he just be just that? that? Just the worst dad. Just the leader of a murder death cult. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, they had to make it weird. Yeah, because it's like, Ritzko is, like, super intelligent, totally has the ability to shut down the apocalypse at the end, and is using, you know, the magi. And her mom shuts her down. Her robot mom shuts her down for this dude who killed her. Albeit she did, she did kill a child, but still killed her after using her body, and she knew the whole time he was just using her. And then it's like, oh, also, Ritsuko was also with Gendo, and I was like, no, she wasn't. (laughs) Blasphemous. It's like, no, Evangelion, you're wrong. You're wrong. She was not with him. That's not true. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) And then, like, he kills her. Like, I was like, that's so awful like he could have just killed her because she was trying to like fight like why have we got to bring in that gross that's gross i don't want to imagine gendo ever touched anybody even shinji's mom (laughs) like i just want (laughs) to somehow he's here but he had nothing to do with that guy (laughs) just let him get bit eaten by the the angels and just let it be yeah just let him die it's fine it's worst dead ever extreme animes i've decided yeah Besides last week when we said the worst dad is actually the guy from uh, Full Metal Alchemist. Who oh, you're right, you're right. Made Hohenheim? Do- yeah, Makes the one who made his daughter dog. into a dog. Yeah. Oh, no, That's Show Tucker. One. That's Show Tucker. Okay, yeah. That's he's the worst the dad. But he's yeah. up there. All and sudden. then Gendo. And then yeah. uh, uh, Gon's dad. Yeah. And then Gon, yeah, okay. Jing. Jin. Jean. Yeah. Just sort of like yeah. being mean. He's just like, I never want to see you. You have this key, but it's not to see me. I don't. I don't care what you're doing. <laughs> no, the worst. The worst care. that he ever did was when he was like, "If he uses this card because he wants to be proud and show me that he has friends, I don't want to see him." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. he's man enough to come alone. Like, are you kidding me? Do you know how child trauma works? You jerk. <laughs> you named him what you would be doing, which is because <laughs> he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Anime, man. Why they gotta be doing this with the dads? <laughs> Arguably, the moms usually suck, too, but... They usually fine. dead. <laughs> or yeah. they're not here. Except yeah. for Greenie slash Midoriya's mom. She's a great mom. She's the she best mom. Little, she made his little costume. Yeah, no, she year. is best mom. That's true. Yeah. She's like, I want my, my mighty Isn't man. Isn't that what I got here? Yeah. My mighty man. <laughs> my mighty man. Oh, mighty man. Who's <laughs> oh, my big bad. fight guy? You want to do big punch? <laughs> best, best mom. There's some good moms in uh, Dragon Ball Z, too, it seems. Except, <laughs> except for Bulma who brings a baby in his face. She's a good battle. mom later. <laughs> she's a yeah. bad mom while she's young. Yeah. But she gets better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or I guess not. She sent her son back in time, like, made it his problem. To fix yeah. everything. But I don't know. She's also real smart. But like, I don't know. She's not, <laughs> she's not the worst. Any last thoughts about Evangelion? Like, how we feel? 
Um, did we want to talk about the uh, the rebuild movies at all? Well, probably not too much. Kat hasn't seen them. Oh, right. But I mean, I like that's like an even further reach of like fan service like is is highly increased so much and it kind of blurs that line between like we're doing this intentionally to hurt you like and just contributing to the problem (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know like we just kind of cross that at some because some of it's funny like the recreating certain shots like the shot where shinji like opens the the door for the bathroom and pen pen is in front of where his (laughs) yeah and then then there's a a beer can and then they lift it up and then there's a container of toothpicks yeah and then they do the same thing with asuka where she's also like pen pen and like they do the thing but they're covering her boobs there's like a straw that goes right across her boobs (laughs) yeah and so it was like that's funny because they're like purposely you know poking fun at that but then you get Mm -hmm. to like number two and they put asuka in that ridiculous costume and even though she's like what kind of pervert made this suit like you're yeah. she's still wearing it and you see her entire <laughs> crack yeah you see every, there's nothing it's like she's wearing like thigh high stockings and like that one weird shirt i have that's just the top yeah. half of a shirt that's it yeah that's no it's like got. their pants come up to halfway up her butt and then the butts above it. It's 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 awful. It's it's, it's great, and she's still fourteen. And then the, the decision in the third one that she, her body stays fourteen forever. I was like, yeah. that's gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't. And I would say what really angered me about the third one is that it's clear, like Shinji's out of the picture at the beat, like because of what he did in the second one. And there's like, you get a glimpse for a minute into the fact that the women have been ruling this like they have been create like holding society together and fighting back fighting back against the man Gendo's still doing weird stuff in his shadow organization somehow but like misato uh <laughs> like oscar like they're still kicking butt taking names and doing it but we don't even get to see that we just move 14 years into the future or whatever and shinji's yep. back and he ruins everything again it's sad. <laughs> and i'm like i don't need that i wanted to know what they were doing and i do yeah. really want to see the fourth he's, he's even worse in the movies than he is in the uh even in end of evangelion in the movie he's like we need to get these two spears he's like oh these ones he's like no not those ones are you sure it's not these ones not those ones oh i'm pulling out these ones is <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Listen, dude, I am having a whole moment. I thought you loved me. I'm trying to confide in you right now. Like, that is not that, like, we cannot be doing that. And he's like, I, we can't be doing this. Is this we can't be asking? doing, well, I'm pulling we out these be, spears. Are you sure it's, <laughs> it's, wait fast. a minute, I pulled out these spears and it's, it's not, it's not working. It's like, yeah, no, Shinji, it's, um, it's yeah, what it's we not. said. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like, he's like, he's like, okay, but. At the beginning, you said these were the sh- these were the, <laughs> the spears. He's like, that is true. I did say that at the beginning, but now that I have more information, I have arrived to see. a new conclusion. He's like, they're already out. What do you want? So they're, they're out. I don't know what you're talking about, man. I, it's I can't have to stop. Save the world. <laughs> growth? What is growth? I, I I'm not capable. <laughs> zero. He's achieving growth. Destitute world where everyone he's ever loved is dead, and it's his fault. And he's like, but it's not my fault because they made me do it. <laughs> and I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> this time it is my fault. But Oscar's still gonna come back and get me. Like, no, just let him die. Everyone, just let him die. I don't understand. Um, <laughs> that Shinji, like Shinji from the show, 
he was actually fine. Like, he was a fine kid. He was genuine. And he had moments where he did, like, feel things. And he was being, like, you know, a tool for everybody else. And that was that. End of Evangelion. Gross. Shinji. And then this one, he's just, like, sad. Woe is me. The world sucks. And, like, yeah, yeah. for everyone. Not a single person is having a good time. Yeah. Not a you have sympathy for the Pen show Pen with the, the rest of them. So you're like, nah. At this point, trauma is just a crutch you're leaning on. Like, you have to grow <laughs> at one point to get better. Mm-hmm. And the fourth one is, you know, TBD release date for forever. So. Yep, the final one. The trailer came out pretty recently, and uh, the movie should be released. That's it. <laughs> at some point. <laughs> it will <laughs> just should, you come know, out. It will come mm-hmm. out. At a time. Yeah. Maybe we'll be here. Maybe we won't. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they'll have ma- rebuilt the rebuilds by then. Nothing uh, is guaranteed. Yeah. It's such a weird... It's. I thought it was, there's a lot of really weird... They changed the angels. They. It's like they took out all the stuff that matters. And they definitely take it for granted that people have already seen the show when they watch mm-hmm. the films. Because it, nothing is explained. Like, there's no, like... All the stuff that's, like, important and, like, meta and, like, psychological is, like, not there. It's just, like, big monsters fight other big monsters. There's also, now there's another girl that's, like, Asuka. We don't know her name. She's there. (laughs) She's from America, maybe. And then, (laughs) like, yeah, it's, like, she she looks like the one girl, the one character in uh, Overwatch. Oh, um, May? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a little bit like that, except not as curvy. No, no. Her, she's got the, the face of May. And, like, the same, like, I do, I do fights, and it's fun. This is just a game. You know? <laughs> so May's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's crazy that this has taken on so many forms, and that, like, you know, so many people... I, I, I appreciate that it's on Netflix now, and that people can watch it. I think that's a great thing for people to experience what because it is it's a full experience it's just like mm-hmm. a whole time you're not expecting anything that's happening yeah including that awful kiss in the end of evangelion that didn't need to be there it did not need to be there no that's just the as a rule of, as like just general guideline 29 year olds should not kiss 14 year olds on the mouth yeah <laughs> and for like i remember after time, it i think i yelled yeah. i was like what? And then she dies? Like, I was literally just like, it's that and then it's like death? A that was her last decision? <laughs> what? Yeah. And he didn't do anything with it. Like, I was like, just, maybe it'll light It just happened to happen. Like, you just so was gross. fetal position on the other side of the door. <laughs> yeah, now he's just sat over there. Yeah, now he has this trauma was- of, like, this older woman assaulting him. <laughs> yeah, okay, they're friends. That doesn't mean... We kiss children now. I have to say, these animated movies need to stop trying to, like, make these an okay, like, okay relationships. Like, Garden of Words, I still have problems with you, okay? Yeah, I know. I still have, you cannot make that what happens at the end. That cannot be the resolution <laughs> that we came across, was that they were in love. That's, that's that, gross. That's big gross. yikes. <laughs> Very big yikes. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's what this was. I was like, are you kidding me? Is this really happening? I, I just remember him being like, Mike, why? <laughs> why? What is this? And you were just like, I'm sorry. Just keep watching. 
it's not going to make any sense, but keep going. Yeah, it's like that. Doesn't get better. It's just so gross. But hearing like him, like the fact that he was just like, "This is to all the fans who are gross," because I mean, you know, they're misogynistic and this really strong like incel culture wrapped up in the anime community too. And I, he very much was like, "I see you. This is what you look like. Look how stupid you look." (laughs) <laughs> you're like a fool look at this idiot <laughs> no, really. like, you're, you're gross you're gross you're over there jacking off on this girl who's dying that's you <laughs> you're that and yeah. people being like oh, you right <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's which i appreciate i appreciate that just like i mean that it could be commentary if you are you know to look for it but yeah. just coming in coming in dry <laughs> Not knowing that it's commentary, you're like, what? What happened here? <laughs> this isn't what it was. <laughs> I the I will say though, in the end of Evangelion, when Asuka's like kicking butt all by herself, and she takes on all those like units, hmm. I was like, this cool because this is like shows that like because Asuka has always been the stronger of the three Avas, like because she's the one who's in sync, knows what it is, and and like does it. Like she never hesitates. She's like, I'm doing it. Uh, like Ray is just kind of like, okay, <laughs> and, and Shinji's like, okay, and Oscar's <laughs> like, yeah. So I was like, why do you gotta bring this May girl into it? Uh, but when she's kicking butt until she's not, like it was like it was cool. Was like, That's yeah. really cool. And like seeing her, like because in it's like. In, in the rebuilds, when you're introduced to Asuka, she's, like, coming down. She's, like, on the... Like, we see her, like, really early, and she's just coming down from the sky fighting an angel. <laughs> and he's, like, wow, so that's how you're supposed to do it. <laughs> so that's how the robots work. All right, mm-hmm. yeah. And, like, she always had that confidence, like, let me show you. And, oh, just also the scene where he's in, in the fir- in the show when he's in her zero suit. Her oh, when he's suit. wearing her plug suit? And it's like the like girl. He's just like, yeah. I don't know about this. I was like, that's great. I love <laughs> that. And we lose that, and because he becomes awful Shinji later. Mm. Well, thank you, Mike. Yeah, of course. This is fun. Yeah. Coming on, getting that attributed for your name and your words. Finally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. About time I got the recognition I deserve. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Calm down. Calm down there. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure we'll see you uh, on the show again. You are, you know, a fan of many things and knowledgeable and lots of nerd nerddom, including, you know, RPGs and also uh, Godzilla's. What are they called? There. Is it? <laughs> Took me a second. But you know what, what are they called? What is what's the? Oh, kaiju. That's it. Thank you. I was going to say kaiju, and I was like, I know that's not right. <laughs> it's like a mom where you get just a little bit wrong. Uh, yeah. So I'm sh- you'll, we'll definitely hear that, you know, smooth radio voice again. I mean, I will, but other people will as well. Yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> but thank you for sharing your thoughts and your experiences and your knowledge, too. I learned a lot. Yeah. I'm very thankful for you making us watch this because I don't know if I ever would have. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm glad. I'm, glad. I'm happy to share this show with as many people as possible. Cuz it's it does have something to say. It's it's got it's not perfect by any stretch. It has its problems, but I think the things it does well, it does very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd agree. Nice. Cool. 
Well, that being said, don't get married. Delete your kids. Or put them in robots in in your mom juice. Hmm. Oh, I just said that. That was gross. That was gross. That was gross. I take it back. I would be so mad if after my death, they were (laughs) like, put my child in a giant robot made of me to fight. Or before your death, which is Asuka's mom. That's why she's like, you know, in the sanitarium because she's freaking. She snaps because part of her soul is inside a robot. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't fridge me like that. Like, yeah, it's really hard. Pass. I don't want to be a part of just let me be gone. Let the boys want to be It's fine. <laughs> just done now. Yeah. All right. Well, well. thank. <laughs> All right, well, uh, remember to like and subscribe. Uh, Next week, we're going to be joined by another special guest uh, from the Beyond the Bot uh, anime uh, show, (laughs) the anime (laughs) streaming channel on YouTube, and also as a podcast, and also all kinds of things. Uh, So stay tuned for that. We're going to be talking about ladies in anime and some really cool stuff. Uh, And then, you know, Kat and I will be geeking out about anime too. Um, yeah. So hit that subscribe button. Do it. You probably already did. All right. Well, <laughs> bye. Bye.